What's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Ricky Radio. As always, I appreciate you guys dropping in to listen. If you haven't already, make sure you do me a favor. Please, please, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you haven't, leave a review. Make sure you leave a review. Helps me grow. I'm trying to reach as many people as possible and spread spread some truth about the the fitness fitness industry, man. It's a lot of a lot of BS out here, but we got a we got a good show for you guys today. I won't hold you too long. Gonna go ahead and get into it. Got a special guest, Christopher Cooper. Uh, we both went to East Carolina University, um, best best university in the country, might I say? Even though they they didn't make the March Madness tourney, but that's all right. But yeah, show him some love. I'll put his uh, Instagram info and stuff in the in the description if you want to check him out. And other than that, man, we'll go ahead and get started. You there, Chris? Yeah, I'm here, man. What's going on, man? How you doing? Pretty good today, man. Just making. How about you? Just, I just finished eating a pop tart, man. I ain't eating no breakfast. <laughs> strawberry <laughs> pop tart. Strawberry pop tart, man. How you know? <laughs> the best kind. <laughs> Actually, it was strawberry milkshake. I found some some something crazy at Harris Teeter and picked it up. Oh. Branching out, okay. <laughs> Branching out, man. That's how you. That's how you say fit. Strawberry pop tart. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, man. So appreciate you coming on. I'm gonna go ahead and let you for for anyone that that don't know who you are or a little bit about your background. If you just wanna uh, take a couple minutes, tell people who who you are, a little bit about your fitness journey, how you got started, and kind of where you are now, and then we'll move on from there, man. All right, cool. <clears throat> All right, so my name is Christopher Cooper. Um, let's see, I lost over, just jump right into it, I lost over 200 pounds. I started back in April of 2012, um, and I lost uh, about 200 pounds in about a year and 11 months. And I basically started, um, I was prompted to start from a picture that somebody posted of me online during their graduation. Um, and I was in shock that that was me because I normally didn't let people take pictures of me. I always just took pictures of myself um, right. and they were never full body. And so when they took that picture of me and it was like a reality check, it was like that was the first time I saw myself um, from the eyes of somebody else looking at me. And so I knew I had to make a change. Um, and I tried to do it before, um, but it never really stuck because I never really, I wanted it, but I was never really committed to making it happen until right. um, I just really got fed up and made up my mind that I needed a better life for myself. So that's what started, um, and that's what started me on this fitness journey. All right, man. Yeah. Let's see. The uh, The people always talk about getting started with a fitness journey and a lot of times it's the same you know they'll see a picture or you know someone will say something to them about their weight or yeah. you know, something will happen that'll spark the interest in getting started but I, I find as a as a trainer what separates most people is not only the motivation but the discipline to to you know stay with it yeah after a period of weeks or months even when you don't want to go to the gym or want to eat 
a healthy meal. That's what separates most people. So for you, what what was what was it that kept you going past where most people stop after a couple of weeks or a couple of months? Rick, I tell you, it was really because I wanted to look like the people I hung with. I wanted to be able to shop at Express. When I went to Express, I couldn't buy anything but a tie. So I was really upset about that. And once I just, I don't know, like, once I just started my diet, like, I started one month, I didn't eat sweets. And the second month, I added on to that and just stopped eating red meat. And then mm-hmm. just seeing how my body felt and reacted to those, to those small changes over, like, a couple of weeks or a few months, and then I started seeing the results, that really made me just want to stick with it because I knew there was something on the other side of what I was going through, you know? And <clears throat> I mean, once you start seeing the results, it does something to your, your mental state and you just want to keep going. So I wanted to not, I didn't want to fail myself again after having done it previous uh, many times before. So I, that's what really made me want to stick with it. And I was really my own motivation. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the um, see that's that's another reason I wanted to bring you on specifically is and don't take no offense to this. The is it's easy for me or or someone else like I know you know Chris Bell. Yeah, for us to say you know all you got to do is this or or exercise and eat this over that. It's easy for us to say that because we're we're personal trainers yeah. and he 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 works out to step on stage and compete. But you're coming from a place of, you know, you were just you weren't a trainer or anything like that. You were just coming from a place of I need to make a change. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of cuts out the excuse that, well, you know, you're a personal trainer. You know what to do and and all this kind of stuff. Plus pointing out what you just said about when you started, the fact that you didn't do anything crazy. You just made a couple of small changes. Yeah. And I think. I think for sure, or I know for sure, that that's what kills a lot of people right off the bat, is that they they wake up one day and they're like, this is the day I'm going to change. I'm going to start going to the gym six days a week. I'm going to eat nothing but, you know, XYZ food. And I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm going to stop drinking completely. They cut everything out. And it's it's not sustainable because it, it basically shocks them to the point where yeah. they're like, I can't do this. So, yeah. I think it's definitely important for people, especially if you're coming from a place of, you know, you had a lot of weight to lose. So you you knew right off the bat it was going to be, a, you know, a fairly long journey for you. So yeah. and not a quick fix type thing. So I think it's super important, like you said, for people to, you know, it's OK to make small changes and, and take small, smaller steps to make make you make it easier for you to reach your ultimate goal. So that yeah. that's a good point. Um, so so moving into, you know, a little later down the road, you know, after those couple of small changes with the sweets and the red meat, was there was there anything specific you did as far as food? Like, did you were you meal prepping? Were you tracking calories or anything like that? Like, how how did your daily routine look like? I guess with like food and how you handle that. I wasn't really meal prepping in the beginning. I was more so tracking calories with my fitness pal. Um, mm-hmm. And I just made sure I stuck with that um, that app and whatever I ate. 
and then over time as you know I got more involved in it um I started um prepping my food in the beginning um after I would leave the gym in the morning time and make my food for the day because to be honest I'm not really one of those ones that can prep on Monday and eat the same thing on Tuesday I like my food as fresh as possible so yeah. I would take however much time I need to make my my food for that day. So I would do that basically every day. And it would basically be um, like the bro science food. You know what I mean? Like the chicken and the, yeah. <laughs> and the broccoli. Yeah. Um, but because like I had never like just because I would always eat like fast food and things like that. So I was so like proud of myself for being able to um stick with like a certain diet restriction that I was I was excited to boil eggs in the morning and cook a grapefruit <laughs> or um saute some chicken and some carrots and broccoli and onions like and I never really cooked before like that so and it tasted good so I know most people get the idea that if you eat the same thing over and over again it gets boring and it does but it's all in how you prep it um right. and so I just stuck with prepping my food and I'll tell you this, I did do intermittent fasting. I know you know what intermittent fasting is. I did that yep. for about two years. Um, and I did my research on it before I started doing it um, because I didn't just want to just start something that I would think would work. And right. I, I incorporated it at least four months after I had got started. And it proved to work really well for me. Um, just that eating window and plus I was tracking my calories and maintaining my food. So all those things combined really helped me um, like propel into the weight loss that I had because it wasn't like I was committed to one thing but falling short on the other one. I was really sticking to everything, um, and that's what really got me through it. Right, right. And for for anyone that doesn't know, intermittent fasting is basically where you have a, a window during the day where you eat all of your food and you fast for the rest of the day and there's different levels to it like yeah you know obviously if you sleep eight hours a night that's already eight hours that you were fasting so you know some people might you know wake up they can drink some drink water or, or something like that and then they'll pick up their first meal at lunch at mm -hmm. like 12 and they might eat all of their food in between 12 at lunch and like eight o'clock at night and the one of the benefits to that that I find is if you're if you're dieting and you're already eating a lower amount of calories than you're used to, it makes you feel like you're eating more if you eat yeah. in a shorter amount of time, which can help your uh, mental sanity for sure. Yeah. And uh, good good point too about the the meal prepping because I know a lot of people when they think meal prep, they think they their mind automatically goes to Sundays spending yeah. a few hours in the kitchen baking chicken and and roasting some broccoli yeah and putting some rice in a rice cooker <laughs> which which is what a lot of people do and that's cool but one thing I try to get away from as a trainer especially over the last year or so is trying not to make everything super cut and dry yeah like you know everyone is different and you know, people live different lifestyles. They got different jobs that they got to work at. So, you know, meal prepping for three hours or four hours on a Sunday and eating that, that food as it gets more bland and dry over the week might not be good for that person. So, like you said, you, 
you would come home after the gym and you would make your food for the day. Yeah. Which number one made it fresher, and two made it easier, probably to to bear with eating it through the week because it was fresh. Yeah. So you know you got to find what works for you. If if Sunday's your free day and you wanna you wanna make some food to eat through through the week, you can do that, or you can do like you said what you did. You can make it in that that morning and and make it fresher and a little easier to do because a lot of people don't have the the patience or or discipline I should say to just go throughout the day and make good choices all yeah. day long so that that's for sure a good a good point yeah and I would say it's not like a cookie, it's not like a cookie cutter journey like what worked for me and people say this all the time what worked for me might not work for you but that's actually true like and I tell people this is what I did but you don't have to do this figure out what works for you and I can give you some tips on how to best do it for you but it's not like a cookie cutter journey right so for sure for sure so um before I ask you this question just disclaimer to everyone that's listening the the nutrition aspect and the food and and you know making sure you're doing what you're supposed to on that front is always going to trump what you do in the gym if you're talking about weight loss so you know if you if you're killing yourself in the gym and working out that's great but if you don't got the nutrition part on you know tuned in at least a little bit then you won't see the results that you're probably looking for but I'll ask this anyway because I know I know people like to know and like to hear what what was your what did your workouts look like during this time and if they were different like how did how did they evolve or change through that time period? So I, I basically started um, doing three days a week and I would basically just go and do um, cardio the elliptical because I wasn't um, in tune to running quite yet so I would basically do elliptical for thirty minutes and then. I would do just basic weight training like um, bar, barbell curls, just the basic stuff. Yeah. Um, but over time, as I found and did my research, like I found that high-intensity high interval training really helped burn fat, um, and it was the best way to burn – well, it was the best way for me to burn fat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as time got, got going by, I got more intense in my workouts and started doing things like – squatting and deadlifting those type of things that will help also build muscle um to um keep the skin tight you know because if you're losing weight especially if somebody who is as big as i was if you just go in and do cardio like you're going to lose the weight but you're still not going to look the way you want to look right so that's why i incorporated weight training and started doing um different things um that would help me like get in shape and be toned at the same time. Right, right. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that because I get, I get a little irritated when people talk to me about you know they're trying to start or they're thinking about starting to work out and eat right and stuff like that, and they feel like they absolutely need a trainer or they need someone to tell them what to do, and that's a convenience. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. expensive. It's a convenience thing. And what I find is a lot of people, because everything is out there, everything is on the internet. People, there's people that are trainers that put out free stuff all the time. All the time. (laughs) Articles, YouTube videos, like everything is out there. 
And I find that a lot of people just aren't willing to put in the time to learn for themselves. Cause like you say, you once again, coming back to baby steps, you know, you started out, you say you started out with three days, you did yep. what you could and you did what you were comfortable with. And then as time progressed and you learn more over the weeks and the months, you pick up more stuff, you learn something new every week or every month that you can do or try. And then you evolve into someone that knows a decent amount about working out and eating. It doesn't yeah. happen overnight or or whatever. So I wish I wish more people would take initiative in the way of, you know, even if it's just 10 minutes a day on your lunch break or something, just look up something about losing fat, building muscle, cardio, workout, like anything. And you'd be shocked at the amount of stuff that you could learn. And you never hired a trainer or anything right. like that. Because I, I would love if someone hired me and paid me all kinds of money to get them in shape. But don't don't get it twisted. You don't need anyone yeah. to, to do it for you or, or tell you unless you, you just have the money and you can do that. Yeah, and I definitely have the money. So I found that. <laughs> Doing research was the best way for me to do uh, <laughs> to learn what it is that I needed to do to get to where I wanted to be. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I hate to tell people you don't need a trainer because I know that's how like people in the fitness world make their money. Like they train people for a living. But I to tell people you really don't need a trainer. Like if you really want to accomplish something, especially in this realm, like you would do research on your own and try to incorporate different things on your own. Right. Right. I'm not. I don't think I, I don't know how how often I mentioned this or not, but I had uh I had been lifting weights for a little bit. I started my whole fitness thing probably in I don't know twenty it was twenty thirteen or something like that when I was in undergrad. But, yeah, I remember seeing you in it. I remember seeing you in the gym. Yeah, yeah, I was in there. I didn't know what I was doing yet, but I was in there. And uh, but a lot of people don't know. I hired a trainer. Uh, and undergrad, one of the ones that they that worked for the university, yeah. And uh, I had been lifting weights and stuff before that, but I hired a trainer for a semester, and we met I think three times a week or something like that. And I picked up a lot of stuff from being with him, and it pretty that got that definitely got me in the habit of going to the gym. Um, not I didn't learn quite as much as I had hoped, but. I definitely got started like that, but after he left me, because I didn't have the money to keep paying for it, because I didn't, yeah. you know, I was about to graduate. I didn't, I wasn't getting a refund no more. <laughs> so right, <laughs> I had to. I still did research every day. I would read an article every day, or I watched a YouTube video every day, and even even today, as a trainer and someone who's been working out for four or five years, like I still look at videos. I still try to, uh, you know perfect my form on stuff or, yeah. or tweak some things to make it make my my stuff better so I mean definitely don't feel you know like you're uh stupid for feeling like you need to look something up because I still do it now yeah so uh let's see what else I wanted to get into before we let you go so that the one of the biggest problems people have is going through a big weight loss journey like this and maintaining the progress they made or 
if they hit their ultimate goal, hanging on to it and not falling back, falling back through the cracks and ending up back where they were. So for you, what, what, what has it been that's kept you in the position that you're in as far as your, your shape that you're in, your weight that you've maintained, like, like what went into keeping it like it is? One, um, like you mentioned just previously, um, just still watching videos and still doing things um, it sparked my interest because um, I'm still interested in it. Like I didn't lose interest in whatever whatever it was I was doing because I lost weight. I didn't get complacent and said, well, I've done what I wanted to do, so I'm not really interested in it anymore. My interest is still the same as it was um, back in 2012. Um, let's see. And like my diet, I still watch what it's not as strict as it was, but I still am conscious of what it is I'm putting in my body and when I'm eating and those certain things. Um, and that really helped me maintain. And I realized that to stay where you are or to, you know, progress in fitness, you have to do as much as you did when you first started. Because um, if you get slack um, and over time, as you just, over time as you get slack, like you'll find that you know, some of that weight will come back. And I, I haven't really had that issue, but I'm, I've seen and talked to people who, you know, have lost weight. And then you see them and it's like, I don't know what's coming back. It's because they get complacent. And I've never gotten complacent because, you know, there's still a lot of things I want to accomplish um, fitness-wise. Um, and so that keeps me going and keeps me motivated. And besides, I like working out. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So um, that's really helped me maintain um I'm not going to lie, like, it's been a struggle sometimes mentally because, I, you know, I just want to do this and I, I don't want to be this. Um, I don't want to be thinking about this, like, all day. I don't want to be thinking about this every day. Like, there's sometimes I just want to be like, okay, whatever. Let me do this this day. Let me do this this day. But I realized that I accomplished uh, such a great uh, thing that I don't want to do anything or get comfortable that would take me back a few steps right right and, then, and mm -hmm. uh definitely what i will say what i'll add to that is i talked to so many people i, I have close friends that have lo lost a bunch of weight and all that stuff and they they did everything they were supposed to do they ate right they exercised it wasn't anything crazy they just did what they were supposed to do and they were consistent and yeah. even if they didn't hit their ultimate goal they were at a place or point in their life where they needed to maintain or just kind of hold steady where they were. And like you said, they, they said it's the weight's creeping back on me or, mm -hmm. or stuff like that. And what I will say is if you were, you know, really overweight, you know, you can, you can never ever go back to the way you were eating full time. I like, know <laughs> because that that's the reason that you know people get in trouble in the first place is because you know not on because everyone has bad well, not everyone but a lot of people have bad habits with with food you know what I mean like yeah I have never had like a issue with being overweight mine was the opposite being underweight but um I I still eat I still go out to eat. I eat burgers. I eat fries. I go get a milkshake. I eat ice cream. I eat 
chocolate, but for a lot of people, especially if your issue is the opposite side of being overweight, people get too caught up in thinking I can never eat what I want again. And that's not true because like you said, you know, I think you mentioned something about, you know, you have to be able to find what works for you and you can eat those things, but you can't, you can't eat like that all the time. You can definitely go out with friends and have a burger or eat something that people would consider unhealthy. But what you got to remember is you just got to get back on it that next day or, because if you fall into it and be like well screw it i done had some pizza and blah 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 yeah i'm done then that's how you get messed up right yeah that's how you get like um i say this like when i first got started i didn't eat sweets for two years and so like after two years i wanted to see um if i could go back into it but it was hard for me because i would i would think that you know having like an oatmeal cake having like a little debbie uh sidetrack you know she's she's bae um having like a little debbie cake would take me back like all the way back to where i was but i had to realize and find um find the mental space to say okay you can have sweets if you want to because you know that after today <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna do it for like another two two weeks or so so um yeah but it's all about finding that balance like you said and being able to know that just because i have a burger today i mean i'm gonna have a burger tomorrow or the next day or the next day um so yes it's also about balance but don't don't replace your discipline with balance like i know people say yo you gotta find balance and then over time you know you become more balanced um, but you just lose focus on like discipline. So, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I throw this in there too because I, I know someone will probably appreciate the fact that, you know, my fiance, she just, she was uh, working with a trainer for a little bit and she, she lost something around like 30 pounds uh-huh. or something like that. And she's in, currently, she's in a doctorate program at, at, uh, here in Raleigh. But so her her schedule and stuff is super crazy. So she hasn't had the amount of time that she once did to dedicate to uh, going to the gym and meal prepping yeah. her food every single week. But she's still maintained her, her weight loss for the mere fact that uh, like we just went out to eat. Uh, la- I think it was last night or night before last. We went somewhere in Raleigh and we had we both got burgers. We both got tater tots uh-huh. and we both got uh we both had dessert we shared a chocolate cake that they had and she maintained because we did that and the next day she didn't trip she got she got right back to it she woke up she ate her regular she had uh oatmeal with like some bananas cut up in it and she had you know uh i don't know some kind of chicken salad for lunch and yeah. then for dinner came home had some you know, so you got to get back on it is my, my point. And she's done that without losing too much focus, like you said. And she's completely fine. She's maintained her weight. And, you know, you just got to, like you said, keep, stay aware and keep your balance That's without true. losing focus. That's true. Yeah. So uh, I think that was all I, I I really wanted to cover. So I just give you, if you can think of anything or 
there's any advice that you would give to someone that's starting a fitness journey or or struggling a little bit or, or thinking about starting what if any advice suggestions slash tips okay would you give that person to to keep them rolling or get them started um i would say basically take it one day at a time i know a failure comes on like diet and working out because people think they can accomplish accomplish um in a week of dieting and working out what it takes three months to get um so i would say take it one day at a time and focus on like small wins like focus on winning the day as opposed to winning the week like make it really like narrow it down so if you if you win today like if you get through the day and you stuck with it have that same energy for tomorrow and don't try to think about i have to do this this whole week think about i have to do this today and then as the next day comes you know think about it day to day as opposed to week to week or month to month that really helps um because if you can win today then you'll want to do it tomorrow and the next day and the next day but if you think about on Monday that I have to make it Friday without eating this, it's not going to really work out for you if for if you're really just starting and you're cutting back and you're doing everything. So I would say just take it one day at a time and focus on winning the day um, and getting victory in 24 hours and then just repeating that focus the next day and the next day. It really helps out. Great advice. Great advice. Yeah, I even know people that look they look much further ahead than a week. They'll look, they'll look a year ahead of time. It's like, man, I got to lose. Cause if you would have started your journey, I know at some point you probably thought that. Yeah. Yeah. If you just started your journey and been like, man, I got to lose uh, 150, 200 pounds. Like, damn, that's, that's a lot of weight. <laughs> then you, yeah. If everyone thought like that all the time, then no one would achieve any kind of significant goal because they you know the time is going to pass regardless yeah. if you do it or not so you might as well benefit and put in the work like and have small wins like you said and then a year from now two years from now like like you did and i'm sure you do now you look back at old pictures and you're like man i'm so glad i stuck yes. with it and I, <laughs> I didn't look down the road and be like man that's too much to accomplish i'm just not going to do it yeah, i was doing that last night so you're right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You gotta you gotta look back, man, and and, uh, and just be proud of the accomplishments that you made, or you gotta you gotta appreciate them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, that's that's all we got. I appreciate you, uh, or we appreciate you uh, coming on and and sharing your your story with us, Chris. Thanks for having me, Rick. I really don't get yeah. I really don't do this a lot, so it's like this is this is great <laughs> for me. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's it's uh always good to have guests instead of me up here talking <laughs> talking to myself. So well, you did good. Um, yeah, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate that. We're gonna have to uh might have to set another one up if I come up with some new some new topics yes, or sir. something like that. But uh, but yeah, thank thanks uh to Chris and uh everyone that's listening. Like like always, appreciate you listening. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. You leave a review. It helps me grow. And uh, until next time, y'all. Oh, Chris, if you want to hang out, I'm going to call you right after this to talk about some logistics. All right. Um, y'all, appreciate you. And I'll catch you in the next podcast.